Sam Altman is now back as CEO of OpenAI, the doctor inside a box, and the new AI international military deal. This is AI for Everyone, a weekly roundup of the top stories in AI and tech for non-tech people who want to keep an ear out for the latest developments in the AI universe. I'm Miles Dillon and I've been studying AI since 2014. And this quick podcast keeps you informed and educated about the changes and opportunities coming to our working environment brought about by artificial intelligence. Hey, before I jump into the tech and AI news for this week, I just want to let you know that this is the 11th episode that I've put out of this podcast, which has beat 80% of podcasts which are released. 80% of podcasts which are released don't make it past the 10th episode. So now I'm officially in the top 20% of all podcasts. I don't know about listenership, but um, at least in like consistency. If you would like me to continue with this, if you're enjoying this podcast, please, I know every single podcast asks people to do this, to share it with a friend and like hit the subscribe button and all that stuff. But it does really, really help. So I know you're not going to share it if you don't think it's useful. So if you don't think it's any good, don't share it with anyone. Just listen to it and then leave it out if you do think it's good please could you hit it up and do me a massive favor to keep me going and keep making episodes it really helps me and it also encourages me when i see people listening to the podcast um obviously don't have a big listenership at the moment but i am pushing and we are growing every week the numbers are going up but it'd be great if you actually like this if you could share it so thank you so much for listening and here is the news for this week it has been a wild week in silicon valley this last week, the whole thing with OpenAI. If you haven't heard that episode where I lay out what happened there, go back and listen to the last episode. So Sam Orman was fired and hired again as the CEO. Actually, he was fired, then hired by Microsoft to start a new thing, created a load of disruption. And then a few days later, the board was changed to OpenAI and he got rehired as the CEO again, along with a bunch of his mates who were all started OpenAI with him together. Now, if you don't care that much, you probably are like, what is all the stuff going on with Sam Altman? I've had enough of this. I just want to know about interesting tech news. But this is the biggest AI company in the world. And I don't think that's ever happened in history before with such a big company. So now all the drama is over. Sam is back at OpenAI, but we still don't know why he was fired. There has been a little bit of drama going around saying that they've discovered something, a new tech research breakthrough which has allowed them to create generative ai if you don't know what that is listen back to the last episode again it's basically ai that can think totally for itself and be intelligent by itself it doesn't need human interaction to even grow at all and that is what people are saying have we created the monster that's going to destroy the human race so i don't even know if that's happened but that is what people are saying is the reason why he was fired. They got rid of the board and now Sam is back. Everyone's saying maybe safety is not going to be the paramount thing for OpenAI anymore. Now Sam can get on and do whatever he wants. Who knows? We'll find out in the next couple of months, I imagine. But um, there's too many people involved there. And the board that were fired, are, I mean, there must be lawyers involved. Maybe they've got like super injunctions and they're not, not allowed to talk about it. But someone's going to talk. So in the next couple of weeks, we'll find out why he was fired. But just so you know, he is back and things are going on at OpenAI as usual. Forward is a San Francisco-based health tech startup. They've just secured $100 million in funding for its new CarePod initiative. So they already do um, like primary care and virtual care. So you can have a doctor through your phone or whatever and cons- consultation with a doctor on your computer. But now they, this $100 million they're going to use to roll out 25 of these things called um, CarePods, 
which are kind of these shiny, glassy, futuristic looking boxes about four meters by four meters inside. There's enough, there's a bed and enough space for you to get undressed, I guess, or whatever, and put your stuff in there. But it locks once you go inside. There's only one person in there at a time. And that will be in places like malls, at the end of strip malls, in office parks. Um, I can imagine like you've seen them in as huge Asda's or those big out of town retail parts where you've got like pets at home and stuff like that. B&Q, TK Maxx, one of those care pods on the end of that or inside one of the malls. And in there, you can get things like your blood work done. You can get finger pricks, blood pressure, full body scans. What else can you do? Kidney work, heart rate monitoring, um, a whole bunch of things. They can look at your skin, moles and rashes, check out your eyes, look inside your ear, like all the stuff that your GP can kind of do. But it's the data is all analyzed by artificial intelligence obviously with a huge data set of lots and lots of experience and studies done by doctors over the years and years it still has to be backed up by a doctor before anything is prescribed at the moment so your gp will need to look at what the ai is saying before drugs are prescribed or you're sent on to a more specialist physician and what they're aiming for is it's a 99 pound or dollar a month um, subscription and that will give you access to as many uh, you know visits to these pods as you need to do per month and access to a doctor that will sort of check out the results and do the follow-up care as well um, in my opinion i think that they are aiming this much more at younger people who are much more used to engaging with um, online stuff like through social media obviously and growing up with that sort of digital generation and i think even in this country in the uk primary care has come down there's a lot more impersonal um, it has to be done really fast it's very hard to get an appointment if it's not like a really serious illness and 99 pounds a month doesn't sound too bad to me to be able to get like an appointment straight away go in you don't have to wait for a doctor to be there i think this is the market they're going for it potentially could grow very very quickly when they start ramping up the coverage all across the country when it's like really easy to just walk down there and get an appointment i think this could really really grow and it will take some of the strain off the nhs and primary care Last week, Joe Biden and President Xi met in San Francisco. You may have seen that to de-escalate some tensions. That's more to do with like trade stuff. But while that was happening, a secretive invitation only event called the AI Security Summit was happening in the mountains in Utah. It was hosted by Scale AI. The event connected military leaders with AI executives to discuss key security challenges, including China having access to advanced artificial intelligence. One of the benefits of this is to start bringing in the kind of older generation who are running countries at the moment, um, often called boomers, you know, that kind of generation of 65 plus year olds in with the sort of more tech bro Gen Z dudes who are running all the tech companies and bringing them together so the Gen Z tech bros can educate the boomers more about how AI is going to affect all this military stuff. There were some positive tweets about it. Some of the tech bros that I follow were saying it's been really good, been really positive, very productive to let these guys know about how AI is going to affect the military landscape. And in the mix of all that, there were two other deals going on. So two um, bilateral deals have happened. Um, 45 nations have signed up to agree to regulate artificial intelligence in military installations so that they have agreed they will not use artificial or autonomous think for themselves drones or guns or ships or tanks on the battlefield, um, which is really great. That was led by the US that um, pushed that deal through. Um, that's 45 nations signed up to that. The only thing is China was absent from that deal 
But whilst Biden and she met in San Francisco, they did a big pomp and signed this document to say that they would not allow artificial intelligence to automate nuclear weapons in their countries. Um, I don't even know what to say about this. That just seems like the absolute bare minimum of regulation for artificial intelligence in nuclear installations. Uh, I just can't understand why anyone would even think that was a vaguely good idea to not have control over who presses the big red button. Um, anyway, that's good, I suppose. That's a step forward. Um, I saw a very intense video of a um, sort of humanoid robot carrying an automatic weapon um, by a company called Boston Dynamics. You may have seen this company. Boston Dynamics make very, very, very lifelike humanoid robots that have all the limbs and can move really like a human. She's sometimes a lot faster than a human and very dexterous. Um, and it was like this robot was sort of doing a demonstration attack breaking into a building and doing like clearing the area and stuff like that and it was being followed by real humans and um i, I was watching that thinking gosh forget military installations could you imagine if the police start using those drones that could be like really kind of scary if your door got knocked on by a humanoid robot and was like dung, 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 and you couldn't really negotiate with it you couldn't sort of de-escalate the situation by talking calmly to the policeman or anyway i think that would be the next thing to see would be how the police are going to be using artificial intelligence and how that will be regulated. Hey everyone, not much to say this week other than I can hear my kids going wild downstairs, so I'm going to finish this off and bounce it, upload it for you for Sunday morning. Catch you next week. Bye.